welcome to today's episode of the show. Today is all about dating. You might have noticed that we've been doing a theme or a little focus on dating recently, and that's because we are gearing up for my live event in October, uh, and the sales are on, or the tickets are on sale, I should say. Uh, the early bird tickets are available right now for the next few days, and then the price goes back up to the full price. So now is the time to do that. But that's why, because my I'm thinking a lot about dating, I'm working with that on clients, I'm preparing for this event. And so this is another episode that's going to be all about how you can accelerate and grow in your dating life. And today is about the top 10 tips for confident dating. Oh, by the way, if you'd like to check out about the early bird tickets for the event, go to 30daystodatingmastery.com slash event. 30 days, that's three zero days to datingmastery.com slash event. Uh, or go to Shrink for the Shy Guy, where all these episodes are. And in the show notes, there'll be a link uh, to there as well. So that is definitely for you if you want to really take this to the next level. Let's talk about the top 10 tips for confident dating. These are extremely powerful and extremely valuable. If you took just one of these and applied it in your life consistently, it could turn everything around. So this is a super valuable list. I encourage you to write this down, reflect on it, think about it, build each one of these. Given that I want to cover 10 today, I'm not going to be able to deep dive into each one, but I could probably record an entire episode on each one. And who knows? Maybe I will. Maybe I will. But for now, we're just going to cover the 10 all here condensed to get you going fast. You ready? Okay. Top 10 tips for confident dating. Tip number one. Abundance mindset. Most important tip is number one. The abundance mindset is the most important one. There's a lot of good ones in here, but this one's super important. Abundance mindset. Most of the problems that I see people have around dating that I experienced around dating come from a sense of scarcity, come from a sense of there's not that much out there. There's not that many opportunities out there. This is once in a long shot. So I better make this work. I better not mess this up. And then we get all desperate and weird and that ruins our chances. And so we get all bound up because we feel like there's not that many options. So shifting to an abundance mindset is one of the best things you can do for yourself. And here's what I mean by abundance mindset. That means there are an endless supply of interactions. There are so many different people I could talk to, so many women that I can interact with. You just have a conversation with a five women a day. There's an endless supply. Now, as you're listening, you might be saying, no, there's not. No, no, no. And that's probably because of, well, number two. We'll get to number two in a minute. <laughs> it's not true. That's just your, the reality that you're living in. I bet if you walk down a busy street or went to the city center or a nice mall or even a Whole Foods supermarket, you would see attractive women that you're drawn to right there. But you might not feel like you can talk to them. So hence the, we'll get into the other tips here. But there are beautiful women everywhere. And you might say, well, no, no, not for me. Because I live in a really, 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 really small city. There's like 12,000 people here. And everyone knows everyone. It's like, yeah, okay. In that instance, there are way fewer opportunities. And how important is this to you? Do you, is what's more important? Do you want to move? Do you want to have more opportunities in your life? I don't know. That's a bigger question. That's something for you to look at. But for the most of us, most people, even if the city's like an hour away, there's, there's tons of opportunities if we're willing to go find them. 
abundance mindset. Super important. Endless interactions, endless people I can meet, endless dating opportunities. Think about that. If you knew that right after this conversation with this one woman, if it didn't go well, you could have another conversation in five minutes versus it would be another five months. How would you feel? Perhaps more confident, more relaxed, maybe? Not so worried about messing it up? That's the power of an abundance mindset, and that's why that's number one tip for confident dating. Second tip, and this will help you get into an abundance mindset, by the way, is your boldness muscle. Your boldness muscle. Now, boldness, as I like to say, in, uh, <laughs> we have it on the banner at our live events, said, in life, boldness is rewarded and cowardice is ignored. And that's really what I mean. Like our ability to just like show up and put ourselves out there is what's going to get rewarded, either in the short term by the person saying yes, or in the long term by you ultimately getting the result that you want. In this case, your dating life, you ultimately getting yeses, getting dates and finding an amazing relationship, or I should say creating an amazing relationship because we don't find it like a, like a piece of, I don't know, like a quarter on the sidewalk, <laughs> you create it. You might find that person, but then you still have to create the relationship. So our boldness muscle is where it's at. We want to practice boldness. That means speaking up. What is boldness to you? What would more boldness in your dating life look like? Let's say you were 10 times as bold as you are now. What would you do in your dating life? Think of the last week of your life. How many interactions did you have with people you're attracted to? And then how bold were you? Now imagine what would 10 times that boldness look like? You were 10 times as bold in all those situations. What would you do? What would you say? Would you get slapped? I don't know. But you'd be bold. When it comes to building, so I call it the boldest muscle because it is a muscle. It's something you practice. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And the more bold you can be, the more you, know, you can say things, you can make jokes that are kind of like surprising or shocking. You can walk up and say anything to someone that gets their attention or it's just like unusual. At uh, one of the live events we did, we were playing the no game. That means you go out into the world and you see how many no's you can get. People were doing all kinds of things. One guy asked someone if he could ride their bicycle around the block. <laughs> and one guy was working on his dating confidence. And he, he saw a woman that was sitting out in some outdoor cafe area. And she was about to take a bite of a burrito. And he went up to her and he said, excuse me, that looks really good. Can I try a bite of your burrito? That's boldness, right? That's ridiculous. That's outlandish. It's funny. It's silly. It's playful. It's bold. And later in the episode, I'm going to tell you the rest of that story because it's fascinating. It's maybe a little different than what you think. So build your boldness muscle. Where can you be more bold? How can you be more bold? And are you willing to be more bold? If so, your dating life will begin to grow, flourish, and thrive. Top 10 tip for dating confidence number three. Lots of practice equals rapid progress. Lots of practice equals rapid progress. If you're willing to practice, 
you will make rapid progress. If you do not practice, you will not make rapid progress. Seems fairly obvious, right? But I want to spell it out because I spent so many years of my life not practicing and then not having progress and then thinking I was a loser. That's just staying in Storyville, staying in excuses. Check out The Art of Extraordinary Confidence, my new book, to help you break three of stories and excuses and all that stuff and get it through fear and into bold action. Practice equals rapid progress. So when I was really starting to work on this, I was no longer hiding in excuses and stories. And I decided I'm going to take ownership. I'm going to create the life that I want, starting with my dating life. I would walk around the downtown area of Santa Barbara, where I lived at the time. And I'd be like, I'm going to walk around and talk to women today. And I was so scared doing that. I didn't know anything about gradual exposure, which is what I teach people. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, you got to talk. That's just what you do. You go talk to women right now. <laughs> it's like, Ugh. but I did it. Because I was so fed up and frustrated with my life. That's a whole big story I'm not going to get into. But I decided I was going to do it. And I remember walking around and just seeing a woman and being like, okay, here we go. Being nervous. But I was there to practice. So I remember one time I was just turned a corner and there was a woman and from behind. I was like, oh, I want to go talk to her. She seems appealing. And I saw her walk into some store. It was like a party goods store. So I walked right into the party goods store and then I kind of look around and there she is. Okay. And I learned at that point that you just got to go for it. You don't want to just like get into the party store or actually, you know, first you see her walking into the party store and you're out on the street and you go, I don't know. I should go in. What if she thinks I'm following her? At that point, you're already, you're already toast. You're probably going to talk yourself out of it if you haven't already. So I was like, there she goes in the store. Follow her into the store. The, oh, where is she? I'm like, immediate, as soon as I know I'm going into the store, I'm like, I'm going to find her and go talk to her right away. Because if I'm like cruising around the store, I'm just going to get so nervous. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bail. So walk in, look around. There she is. Okay. Uh, uh, look around real quick. Here, I grab this like light in a box. It's a light bulb and it's like a reggae <laughs> Rastafarian light bulb. It's got like the green, the yellow, and the red. So I grab it. I walk over towards her. I don't know what she's looking at, something. And I'm like, excuse me, can I ask you a question? She looks up. She's like, what? I was like, I'm going to be throwing an amazing party this weekend and we need killer lighting. What do you think of this? Now that's how I say it now. It probably didn't sound so confident. It's probably like... I'm throwing a cool party this, this weekend. Actually, I don't know. Maybe I sounded more confident than I felt, but I asked her the question. She responded. We chatted for, I don't know, 20 seconds. She didn't seem that open, and I left. And that is practice. Taking that leap. That's a boldness move, right? Taking that leap gets you into practice, gets you rapid progress, creates an abundance mindset, transforms your dating life and your confidence and who you are and what's possible for you. And, and, and. And we're gonna take a quick break right now. So stay tuned. We're gonna get into the rest of the top 10 tips for dating confidence or a confident dating life. Stay tuned, we'll be right back right after this. Hey, it's Dr. Z's here. And I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you for listening to this show, for really taking the time to invest in yourself. And I understand your time is valuable. And I also want to let you know that I am deeply passionate about helping you 
really break free of whatever shyness, whatever anxiety, whatever self-doubt is stopping you from getting the relationships you want, meeting the women that you want, starting the business that you want, or thriving in the way that you want in your life. And the reason I'm so passionate is because I lived it for so many years, and that's my mission. I want every single person who wants to break free to be able to break free. And I want to invite you to a special opportunity, which is to join me in a very small, intimate, confidence mastermind group. And these groups are six months long. And in the confidence mastermind, it's going to be limited to just eight people. And we're going to meet regularly over the phone and have a very small, private, intimate live event for just the eight of us and me, where we're going to dive into your life and help you apply all this stuff. So if you've been listening to this show or watching YouTube videos and noticing something, but you're still living the same patterns, I get it. And I found that the fastest and sometimes what it takes to really break free is to step up and do something, do something big, take bold action. So I really encourage you to do that. And I would love to talk with you more about that. To really learn about this and dive in, go to socialconfidencecenter.com forward slash mastermind. That's socialconfidencecenter.com forward slash mastermind. And there you'll learn more about it. And you can also apply for that there or ask me any questions you have. So I can't wait to speak with you more about this and enjoy the rest of this episode. Welcome back. Let's get into more of these tips. And if you want to get beyond tips and really massively apply this stuff in your life, then come check out the uh, Unlimited Dating Confidence Bootcamp that's happening in October 14th through 16th. You can find all about that at 30daystodatingmastery.com slash event because that is where you're going to get a chance to take this from intellectual and theoretical into like, hey, let's go practice this right now. <laughs> and, and it's a supportive community. So we're all there together and people end up doing things they've never done before. Like asking a woman if he could have a bite of her burrito. What happened with that story, by the way? I'm, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it till we get to uh, the last segment because I want to conclude that story with something that's relevant. So for now, though, tip number four. What are the first three tips? Abundance mindset, your boldness muscle, lots of practice equals rapid progress. Tip number four for confident dating. Start with anything. When approaching someone, start with anything. Don't need, you know, I spent so many years not saying anything because I didn't know what the right thing to say was. And there is no right thing to say. Say anything. Anything is the right thing. Like that example before I told you, like, hey, I'm having a party this weekend. What do you think about this light? Hey, can I ask you a question? Hey, I like your bag. Where'd you get, the, where'd you get that watch? What do you think of that? Hey, I'm, I'm curious. I'm getting some lunch. You know of a good place around here? Right? Anything. And if you can't think of that kind of thing on the spot, premeditate it. I don't mean some weird pickup line, like, I don't know. I don't even know pickup lines, but I mean, like, premeditate a basic thing. Like, let's say you want to say, well, I could just ask someone for directions or ask them about a meal recommendation. Think about that. Practice it. If that freaks you out, then prepare it in your mind to be able to do it more easily and then go take that action, practice, and find out what happens. But start with anything. Let go of the idea that it's got to be amazing, funny, witty, blow them, blow their minds. It doesn't have to be. It's not about what you first say. It's just about your energy. Can you connect with this person? Can you carry on a conversation? Start with anything. 
Tip number five. No is good. No is good. Now, I know it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. It feels bad, right? So whether, whether that no is you try to open your mouth and she's kind of like, yeah, and moves away or the full on, like, I don't, you know, please stop talking to me vibe or even saying like, I got to go now or the no that you get when you ask for a number. Hey, we should hang out sometime. What's your number? Or what are you on Facebook? And she's like, yeah, no, I have a boyfriend. No, I don't want to give up my number. No, no, no. And we think, well, that's bad. I failed. That didn't go very well at all. I messed up. I should have done it differently. I should have done it better. I should have, should have, should have. If I was better, if I was taller, if I was this, oh, I'm such a loser. And that's why no feels bad, by the way. It's not the external rejection. Hers is usually very polite. It's the internal rejection. That's what makes no feel so bad. And there's a whole bunch of stuff I teach about that, about how to stop that internal rejection. But just because that's happening, I mean, you can heal that, by the way, so it doesn't keep happening, but that doesn't make no bad. No is actually good, and here's why. Because if you want to date, you're going to have to ask women out. Stick with me so far, right? <laughs> you're gonna, you want to date, you have to ask women out. And if, if you're going to ask women out, some of them are going to say yes, and some of them are going to say no. I don't know how it would be any other way. Wouldn't it be really, really weird if every woman you asked out said yes? I don't know. It's some sort of weird parallel reality. It's like, what if she's married? What if she's in a relationship? What if she, you know, it doesn't matter. Every woman must say yes. Right? And it's, it's ridiculous. So some are going to say yes and some are going to say no. And we have to sift through the no's until we get a yes. And I don't know, depending upon how skillful you are, how you show up, your level of confidence, who you're approaching, how you're approaching, where you are in your career, in your life, in your general purpose, and all this stuff, those are millions of little factors that are going to determine the, the number of no's versus yeses. So I don't know exactly where you are, but I know that there's probably more no's than yeses. Probably. I don't know. It really, you know, it's a, if you were to approach a hundred women over, I don't know, a three month period, probably more, more than 50% would not date you would be my guess. Because, you know, a lot of them might not even want to talk to you when you're approaching them. And then others still might talk with you, but they're not romantically interested in you. And then there's others still who are, you know, ooh, I feel something. This guy's cute and I like talking to him and he makes me feel good. But she's married or she's in a relationship or she broke up a month ago and part of her is like, ow, fuck men, it hurts, right? So who knows? But if those are your odds, you know, we have to get the no's. So no is good because no means you're, as Steve Chandler, one of my coaches says, yes lives in the land of no. So if you're in the land of no, you're doing good because you're going to get some yeses. No is good. That's the fifth tip for confident dating. Sixth tip for confident dating. Here's another one about lands, right? Land of yes and land of no. This one is the land of attraction and the land of offending are the same place. (gasps) What? No. Wrong. Blasphemy. How dare you say this? Let me share what I mean. So I was working with a client one time who was overcame his fear to talk with women. 
So he was doing that more and more. And to his credit, he was making great progress, talking to women, more friendly, could flirt with them some. But wasn't that successful at getting dates. And if he did get a date, he wasn't that successful at getting a second date. And he was getting really frustrated. And I get it because that was one of the challenges I had too. Because I, you know, I was like, hey, I overcame my fear. I talked to women. What, what gives? It's supposed to all be easy now, but it's not. <laughs> There's more growth to do, my friend. Always more growth to do. That's a powerful mindset shift, by the way. Side note. Instead of blaming, it's not fair. This comes up a lot I see in dating. It's not fair. They're better looking than me. It's like, dude, life's not fair. Let's take ownership. Let's stop being victims of circumstance. Take ownership and say, I'm going to make life the way I want it to. If you do that, powerful. Anyway, land of attraction and the land of offending are the same place. What do I mean? Well, as I started to talk with him more and uncover what was happening, I got the sense that he was playing it safe. And I started to ask him questions like, do you take risks? Do you say things that might tease her? Or, you know, maybe do you say things that you disagree with her or anything like that? And he's like, no, no, I just don't want to offend her. I don't want to offend her. And when he says he doesn't want to offend her, what he means is he doesn't want to do anything that's going to produce a feeling inside of her that is anything other than happy, peaceful, and at ease. So if there's tension or conflict or maybe even exciting energy, he's worried about that. He's scared of making waves. He wants everything smooth. But here's the thing is everything is smooth. She might think you're a nice guy, but she's not going to want to see you again. She's not going to be thinking about you that night being like, oh God, he's so sexy. The land of it. So I said, look, the land of attraction, you're worried about offending her. You got to go to that place because that's also what's going to make her attracted to you. And that place is just more boldness. It's more you. It's more, and maybe it's a part of you that you don't even know exists because you haven't lived that way for so long. You've been the nice guy shell for so long. You're not even aware of that bolder, more challenging, more outgoing, you know, like that, that part of you that just kind of will mess with people We'll challenge people, we'll tease people, we'll tell stories, we'll ask questions that you're really curious about that might be nosy or offensive. That part. And here's why they're the same place. Because if you show up that way, she, women will become more attracted to you. And some women will get offended. And, you know, we have this perception of offended as like, you know, someone gets offended and they leave and it's done forever. But that's not often how it happens. Like someone can get offended and that just means there's energy happening and then you keep hanging out with each other, right? There's just a little tension or a little conflict. And this doesn't mean that, you know, you become extremely weirdly aggressive or character attack the other person, you know? <laughs> if you guys, some of you guys listen to my older episodes with J-Dog and Wizzy, <laughs> go, go, uh, go Wizzy on them. But... <laughs> No, but you know what I mean? Like you're just, well, if you don't know what I mean, then you got to check out 30 Days to Dating Mastery or come to the event. We're going to teach you what I mean, how to do this in a skillful way that makes people laugh, makes you more charming and attractive. But we have to step into that land. We have to be willing to take that risk. Good, let's get to one more tip here and then we're going to take a quick break. Tip number seven for confident dating. Playful is sexy. Playful is sexy. Here's what I mean. The more playful you can be, the more attractive you will become. And playfulness is, there's so many different ways you can be playful. You can be physically playful. You can bump her, push her, 
grab her hand, do all sorts of things with like her physical body and your physical body that are playful. And you can get away with a lot being playful. And it's touch, it's energy, it's fun, it's sexuality, it's sensuality. And it builds charge, it builds attraction. You can also be playful in what you say to her. And she says something and you make jokes, you tease her. Teasing is being playful. Teasing is extremely important because it communicates a ton. Hey, we're equal. I'm not going to treat you like you're some, I don't know, my boss. I'm not going to treat you like you're my boss, <laughs> right? And hell, you might even be surprised if you kind of skillfully and playfully tease your boss. You might even have a better relationship. I tease people all the time. Maybe it's playfulness in she says something and you disagree with her. You're like, what? What? No. What? No. Or she asks you a question. You give her kind of a ridiculous response. You don't answer it right away. That's all being playful and it's fun and it's interesting. We'll talk more about that actually in the upcoming tips. So stay tuned. We got some really good tips coming up plus the conclusion to the burrito story. So stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. Hey, what's up, J-Dog? Sup, Wizzy? Nothing. Hey, man. I just saw this video on YouTube from this pickup artist dude. He says he slept with 40,000 women. Damn. I know. He said if you want to hook up, you have to make fun of women so they want you. I can dig it. Word. I'm going to try it now with her. Check this out. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Cool. Cool. Your shirt is really big. It doesn't fit you very well. Uh, what a mean thing to say, jerk. Uh, yeah. It looks like the kind of shirt a woman who, who is much fatter than you are would wear. Ugh, get away from me. Okay. How'd it go, man? Pretty good. She talked with me for like 30 seconds. Damn, that's a long time, man. Did you get her number? Almost, but th then she had to go. Damn. Are you tired of pickup artist tactics and approaches that don't feel genuine? 30 Days to Dating Mastery teaches you proven confidence-building principles to increase your confidence with women, all while being yourself. No manipulative tactics needed. Go to 30daystodatingmastery.com to get your copy today. Hey, welcome back. Okay, tip number eight, tension is good. Tension is good. I was talking about earlier, land of attraction, land of offending, and that client who wanted to keep everything smooth, and then she's not going to be offended, so she's going to like me. That logic is flawed. She might think you're okay, but she's not going to be like, I want to do him. <laughs> she's not. She's not going to feel energy. Energy comes from some sort of tension, right? I mean, think about sexuality. Sex, it's tension. It's tension in the release. It's like, I want something. And even if you're... Let's say you're hungry for something, perhaps a burrito, right? There's a tension in your body and you want to relieve that. So tension is good, not bad. And you want to be able to create tension with a woman. So how do you do that? Well, one I was talking about earlier is being more bold, the land of a, you know, saying what you think, challenging her, teasing her, being more playful, basically just not being the super nice guy. Don't be on, I, I talk about this in 30 Days to Dating Mastery. I talk about three ways to engage. And one of those is like the nice guy. And one of them is more, more direct. And another one is more playful, fun, charming, teasing, that sort of thing. 
regardless though you don't want to be on like the i'm at my my girlfriend's parents house and i'm gonna be on my best behavior or i'm hanging out with my boss and his boss and i'm just gonna be like <laughs> yeah right thing sure boss like the sort of uh pleasing subservient submissive nice whatever you want i don't want to offend you that's not going to work now i'm making it sound like um it's really extreme but it might be might be a lot more subtle it was a lot more subtle for me and it might be that way for you just you got to remember that you got to be willing to create tension and if there is tension you don't want to immediately be like oh i'm sorry for what i said just please make it go away but you know like you know you stick in it a little bit longer wow looks like i pushed a button you sure don't like me asking about your roommates. Whoa. Sounds like you got some beef there. Right? So now I'm not only letting the tension be there, I'm actually kind of going into it. And I'm being slightly pay- playful by the way I say it, my tone, the word beef, that sort of thing. So, tension is good. Tip number nine. Ready? Provoking a response. This is especially good for very early on. Maybe you met them on a dating app or a dating site, or you just got a number and now you're texting back and forth. Your purpose is to provoke a response, not to share your life story via text, not to have the most boring, ordinary conversation about, well, how was your work day today? Oh, very interesting. Tell me more. Like that might be fine when you're really connected with each other, when it's your partner. Hey, how was your day? I want to know. I'm connected to you, right? But you don't even know that person that well. And you're just texting them because you don't know what to text them. In fact, if you were just being totally honest, you'd be like, you are freaking hot. And oh my God, I cannot wait to see you naked. I sure I hope I don't mess this up. I, I want to see you as soon as I can. But you don't want to text that because, you know, that's lots well, of gamble. <laughs> Who knows? It could work. <laughs> but so this is about provoking a response. And what, do I, mean, what I mean by that is, your response you're, when you're reaching out, it's just to kind of poke them into wanting to respond. So instead of being all nice and boring, you just say like, you challenge them a little bit. Or for example, I was talking with one client and he had this woman and she, uh, there was a holiday recently and she asked him what he did for the holiday and he shared a couple things and said, how about you? And then she responded by saying something about what he said and didn't at all mention what she did over the holiday. So to provoke a response there, we were joking about how he could say, dodge the question, eh? Did something something serious go down over the holiday? Did it involve a a dead body in Las Vegas? Right? So you, you make it absurd, you make it ridiculous, but you're challenging, you're provoking. And the person's like, what? I gotta respond to this right now. So you wanna be a little bit charged, a little bit playful, just a little bit willing to take a risk is really what this comes down to. And if you're like, I don't know what that is. I'm not very good at this. Remember tip number three, lots of practice equals rapid progress. And remember tip number one, abundance mindset. You have interactions to burn. You can say the wrong thing. She could be like, forget this guy. I never respond to you. And guess what? You're fine. There are thousands. There are tens of thousands of other opportunities right around the corner. If you're willing to step up, practice your boldness and take action. Great. Tip number 10, honest, authentic you. That's the best risk that you're ever going to take. Honest, authentic you. That can feel like a big risk. 
saying what I really think, being who I, I really am, revealing myself when I feel something vulnerable. But guess what? When you can do this and you can do it powerfully, not from a place of like, I am so sorry that I'm a loser. I have to tell you this. I've been watching you for six months and you don't know my name, but I love you. Look, you might be saying, hey, that's my honest, authentic self. And, and maybe it is, but it's probably not going to get the best response because there's so much going on. There's so much work you need to do about your abundance mindset, about your boldness muscle, about practice, about getting no's in your life, about being playful and creating tension, provoking responses. If you don't have any of those things, you need to develop them. And that authentic you, your most, your authentic self that you've grown, that you've developed, that's the thing that's going to attract people. And sure, you can feel vulnerable, you can feel anxious, but you say it in a way that you own it. Wow. I am, I love talking with you. This, I'm having a great time today. And I got to say, I was actually pretty nervous before I got here. Yeah, I like, uh, I don't normally do this because I'm a guy, but I like put on like three different shirts. Yeah, I know. I picked this one. What do you think? Right? So I'm playfully, authentically revealing that I felt nervous. And what do you think that does? Do you think that repels someone or attracts them? In my experience, it's like, it's super attractive. It's rocket fuel for your magnetism. Honest, authentic you is the best risk you'll ever take. So that brings us to your action step. Time for action! Your action step for today, man, choose your own adventure. You got 10 amazing, powerful tips for confident dating. If you really applied these and got them into your life, your dating life would transform forever. Your relationships, you could be with an amazing person that you want to spend the rest of your life with by following these tips. So pick one and do it. Bring it into your life. Which one is it going to be for you? Maybe you're going to do more than one, but start with one. And how are you going to do it? What is that going to look like to make it into your life? When you have that, start rocking. You got this. I would love to work with you personally. Go deeper. Go check out my event at 30daystodatingmastery.com slash event. It's called the Unlimited Dating Confidence Bootcamp. It's going to be a small group, and we're going to dive in deep to help you maximize your sense of value. Know that you're incredibly valued. You have so much to offer. Then we're going to work on all of these tips and teach you tons of ways, tons of examples, role plays, practice. Women are going to be there. Women are going to be participating in the event as well. Because this is not just like a, hey guys, let's get in there and figure out how to manipulate women and sleep with us fast and then never talk to them again. Like, this isn't about that. This is about creating extraordinary confidence, extraordinary relationships for all men, all women, all sexual orientations. Let's get out there and be as confident as we can. I believe in you. You can do this. And come dive deeper with me if you'd like to. We have the early bird going on for just a few more days. And so it's a great time to do it. And until we speak again, may you have the courage to be who you are. And to know on a deep level that you're awesome. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Shrink for the Shy Guy with Dr. Aziz. If you know anyone who can benefit from what you've just heard, please let them know and send them a link to shrinkfortheshyguy.com. 
for free blogs, ebooks, and training videos related to overcoming shyness and increasing confidence. Go to socialconfidencecenter.com.